0: And um, $100 gift certificate, 20% off on anything I want. Wow. And um, I shopped for my son today. Wow. Yeah, and for his girlfriend, of course. So I told them that, uh, you know, things they didn't even have on a list for me. They had it for themselves. But... um I just called my son and his girlfriend today, and I told them that I took care of it. So that makes me happy because you know uh, that's a hundred dollars that I uh, spent on them that I don't I didn't have to take it out of my pocket. <laughs> it's always a good time.
1: <laughs> so it's, uh, you may get a paycheck next week.
0: I made a paycheck this week.
1: So no, she says she makes a paycheck, but what she actually does is she leaves, and they give her a bag of goods. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you work and they pay you in goods. It's like it's like the olden days when you used to we used to work and they used to give you like some bread and some like chickens and eggs and stuff. You're doing uh, the same thing. I, listen.
0: Nothing wrong with that. At least you're taking something home. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that at all.
1: No, that's it. And congratulations on that. That's, uh, that's pretty fantastic. I was
0: pleasantly surprised. I, I am
1: so proud of you. And
0: everybody, had, all my co-workers, they worked with me in the morning. They voted for me, so I was like, wow. Really? Thank you, yeah. That is so nice. Yeah. Uh, my friend um, Matthew, um, he said to me, I was like, Matthew, what do you think? He said, Barbara, I voted for you. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. So, no, we get, we get along good. That's good. So why did you buy the kids the grifts now? Uh, why did I buy it? Why did you buy them now? Because they need it. Because I'm, I'm going home, so I don't want to rush the last minute. I want to take time for myself. like do my nails, my hair. <laughs> um, my hair
1: is going to take a long time, so yeah. I, I should stop planning that now, right?
0: <laughs> you should make an appointment with your wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she's. I have a personal hairstylist. Uh once on demand. A week, once a week she uh she gets rid of it and I've saved I've kinda of figured I've saved um probably six million dollars over the years in conditioner, <laughs> shampoo, haircuts. I used to use a lot of mousse when I was younger. Um and, and you because know, I used to have my hair I used to have like this awesome mullet. It was really black and uh it was really nice. So that's why I I was able to retire at 50, because I I lost my hair 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So how how was your day today? Good?
0: Oh, my day is always good at work. I am so fortunate. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really fortunate to find a job that I love.
1: Yeah, so my day... Yes. It was good. It was good. I work from home on Fridays, and I work outside of my, my office slash bar. And um, it was a lot of work, though, because I was really busy. Uh, my job, most for the most part, all day is letting the dogs in and out of my office, in and out of the office all day. Cookies, food, and then Jack, if I have the door open, Jack thro- drops the ball, and I got to hear listen for the ball, and then I got to go throw him the ball. So there's a lot of distractions. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't get a lot done today. But actually, really, I did. I did. I got a lot done today.
0: Well, if anybody is looking for Jax, he is never too far.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He's always here. I'll judge you. So so, what happened this week?
1: Uh, so I went to, um, before we get started on our coaching and advising and stuff and relationships and parenting, I went to, uh, so I've been, so since I started working again, I started going to Starbucks to get coffee in the morning yeah. and for the past i don't know i don't know eight months you know i've been going and, and i go in there and i get all like worked up like i'm driving i'm like how am i going to order my coffee because you know them you know it's you know it's it's all these names and i get overwhelmed so i'm driving the other day and i'm driving and i'm like practicing what i'm gonna say so I want to...
0: Are you serious?
1: Yes. I get so overwhelmed because people go in there. I'll have a large grande, no, a grande frappuccino mocha shot with six almond sugars and a soy swift and a, and a twist on the top. And I'm going in there and it's like, okay, I got to get the order right. And you know the Seinfeld episode with the soup Nazi? <laughs> yes. You know, if you get it wrong, so... You're out. So I'm driving and I was like, I said, I'm crazy. I got to be out of my mind. It's like, what am I doing? And I practice it every time I go there. I'm driving. So I get in there and I say, I want a large black decaf cafe Americano with no room.
0: Americano? <laughs> yes. Well, it's,
1: it's a shot of espresso that's a decaf.
0: That's some, oh wow. This is, uh, why would you even buy a coffee?
1: Because I like the taste. I don't need the, the, when I have the coffee, it makes me jittery, the caffeine. So anyway, I said that and I was so friggin' proud of what I said and she goes, Huh. That's a vente or a grande. It's like it's a fucking large. <laughs> it's a large <laughs> So I felt so bad after that. And then I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go, go to my go to the gas station. I'm gonna go to the gas station and get coffee, my coffee. Yeah. The coffee's only like a nickel, you know. It's a nickel, and I don't need to speak Italian. I could just go pump it for myself, and I'm done. Right? I agree. So that was, that was my stressful part of the week. So that's good if that's the only thing I get stressful going on. Why can't you just go to Mary Lou's? Because when I drive into Newton, I got to go over to Starbucks. I like the taste of Starbucks now. I don't know why. Oh, that coffee is nasty. It's so strong, but I, but I love it. So anyway, uh, so what else do we got going on? So, so today, so let me give you an update on my week, okay? Before we get started, because it's really important. So, I do coaching in uh, a lot of prisons and stuff. And Tuesday was uh, was really overwhelming because I have back to back groups in a prison. So, I do one prison at one o'clock. It's a substance substance abuse unit, and then I switch over to the anger and violence unit. So, this week I was teaching them. Um, I was teaching them about um, the six basic human needs, you know, certainty, significance, love connection, variety, growth contribution, Mm -hmm. and trying to get them to understand the reason why we do things in life revolves around our basic, our six basic needs. And we always have two primary ones. Mm -hmm. So I'm there talking and I'm doing my thing and they're all looking at me like deer in the headlights and I don't know if I'm getting through. These are the substance abuse guys, and uh, some of them are getting it. And then one guy s- stops and says, "Okay, Richie, I don't know what you're talking about." And it's like, "Shit, he doesn't know what I'm talking about." I go, "So, so tell me why. <laughs> Give me an example." He goes, "He goes. So how do I? How is? How do I get? You know, certainty is one of my basic human needs. But how do I get certainty from drinking alcohol?" I says, "Oh, okay. So certainty. So let's say. it. So um." When you drink alcohol, how do you feel? He goes, I feel good. I relaxed. Like, okay, relaxed. Yeah, what else? He goes, happy sometimes. I go, okay. So every time you drink alcohol, what are you hoping to feel? He goes, I'm going to be happy. I go, is that certainty? And he goes, fuck yeah. <laughs> so. So, you know, it was on the fly. It made me feel real good that I could pull it around to the yeah. other side and, and get him to understand that that was certainty. So uh, so that was good. So, you know, we're we'll going through the class and everybody's sharing their human needs and stuff like that. And uh, it's really going well. And all of a sudden, these two guys keep getting up. They keep getting up. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see me. You can't see me. So, no. so get up. And they and they stand by the doorway, like this. And then they come back and sit down.
0: Why were they doing that?
1: So I, I'm i not saying anything. I'm not, I don't, sometimes I, I, I you know, I, I I make them work. So this, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if it was some prison thing, because I'm, stu- I'm learning the lingo of baby mamas and baby daddies and... <laughs> and getting lugged, and, and all this prison lingo that I'm very familiar with now, and it's kind of exciting. So,
0: you are me now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so if I got to do a, a nickel in, uh, in the prison, I'm good. So anyway, I, I'm all tatted up for it anyway. Uh, so, so I'm not saying anything. And then all of a sudden, one of the guy goes, one of the other guys that's out in the circle says, thank you. And I looked, and I was like, I didn't say anything. Like, what the fuck is he thanking him for? He goes, oh, thank you. And the guy goes, yeah, you're welcome. I, I couldn't do that to you guys. And I go, dude, he's fart. They were outside, going outside the fart.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: were, they were going out into the hall. They wow. stayed the door, so they were still listening to me. And they they were, were
0: respectful They were so
1: respectful, and I loved that it. That's so awesome. I loved it that's, because, that's you know, so awesome. you would think that, no, you wouldn't think that because that would be judgment. But, you know, in the prison, it was so cool that – these guys had respect for one another, that they would they would fight outside. So that was kind of funny. And uh, so we had a good laugh about that. Then I went next door to the substance, uh, to the violent unit. and
0: Excuse me, I have to let my dog out.
1: So I went outside to the violent unit, and um, I, you?
0: Uh,
1: we, I had eight guys in that unit, and they've been coming for the last four weeks. And the guys were just really... Really down uh, yesterday uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, and um, i couldn't, I couldn't get their energy up. it was like it was physically exhausting. One guy uh, has been in prison for about fifteen years, and um, his mom was uh, was in the hospital. she had her second overdose in the last couple of years, and just the energy was so so negative that I left and I felt exhausted. I felt like I roofed a whole city. That's how exhausting it was. So I left there, I came home, and Barbara goes, what's the matter? It's like like somebody, they sucked the energy right out of me in one hour. It was all gone. So I'm trying to work on that to see how I can get my energy back on that one because that was really, it scared me. Because usually I go in there I'm at like a 10 with energy. And the other day they just... And I was talking to somebody it says when you're with people that have negative energy, you absorb all that. Especially if you have good energy. So listen to that everybody out there. If you're around toxic people, you have to get away from yourselves or distance yourselves from them. Me, I'm serving a higher power. So I have to be there. So I have to figure another way to go in there. So one of the guys says, well you should do an energy cleaning. I says, Well what's that? I was talking to a guy last night, another coach. He goes, Well, Richie, it's an energy clean. You go in there and you and you clean the energy in the room. And it's like with
0: the guys in there? What, with the sage. <laughs> it's like
1: I can't bring I can't bring even a pen in there, let alone fire. Yeah. So I can't be doing anything. So he gave me some tips to do that. So I think it's like, wow. So I said, well, that may not happen, so I'm going to try to figure it out. He says, well, why don't you do something with this? You get, like, make-believe, you have a trash bag, and you make-believe they, they take all their their troubles and stuff, and they roll it up in a ball, and, they, and you ca- you, you, make, you carry the make-believe trash bag around, and they put their negative problems and stuff, and they throw them away in the bag. And it's like, um, I, I really don't think that's going to work, but I'm going to try it anyway. I'm gonna try it anyway because I don't care what they think of me. So whatever. This is the crazy. The crazy guy comes in. Oh please. So what, what are I, we five? <laughs> no, but it's so important because last week I tried to do an exercise with them. Um, we I went to the, we went to this seminar. Well, went to a bunch of seminars, and it's uh, it's having them do exercises with one another. Person A, person B. So we were doing a physiology exercise. So physiology is. If you see somebody like this.
0: Hi, Joanne. If you see somebody
1: like this, what do you think they are?
0: Hi, Grammy.
1: What do you think they are? If you see somebody like this.
0: Pay attention to me. Yes.
1: If you see somebody like this, what do you think they are?
0: They, they really don't care what you're talking about. They
1: don't care what they're <laughs> talking about. And if you see somebody like this, right, like this, what do you think?
0: They're thinking hard.
1: No, well, yeah, they could be thinking hard, but for, for the most part, they are maybe sad and depressed. Yeah. Okay, so somebody with good energy that has good physiology is up, standing, sitting up straight, shoulders back, head I up. I don't
0: see that happening in jail. So, <laughs> right?
1: So I says, okay, guys, let's do this exercise. You guys up for it? Person A, person B? And he goes, yeah, Richie, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's like, why not? He goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't do that stuff. And, but, I, but I so feel for them. Remember the first time we had to do that? We went to that se- seminar yep. at Tony Roberts event. It's like, oh, you got to start like rubbing
0: people's backs and, and start... It was really not my thing. Hugging people. Not my thing at all. Hugging people was not my thing at all either. Because the, by the time I got home, I was sick as a dog. It was a million people to hug. And it was like, wow. So, I had all the germs on me. So...
1: So I tried to get that shit going in there, and they weren't having any part of that. So I told them maybe they could practice it for themselves inside, and um, that was my day. And then the other big incident was Monday, um, yeah. Monday. It was um, my sober house that I do for moms. and we had 20 I had 20 women in the group, and uh, they got a lot of um, fighting going on. A lot of arguing, people talking behind each other's backs.
0: Hi, Anna.
1: Talking behind each other's backs. So what we're going to do next week for them is uh, Byron Katie, The Work. If anybody doesn't know it, and if you're constantly judging people or you're judging yourself, go Google Byron Katie, The Work. And it's a worksheet that helps you do some self-reflection on your own self because what we see in somebody else is usually something we, that's in us. So we're gonna I'm gonna work on that with them so they can not have those negative because they think it's all about it's all about them, but it's really not about them. So we're gonna work on that. So Byron Katie Google that the work. And um that was it. That was it. Yeah. It was a long week. But it went by so fast. Oh my god, this is our fourth time yeah. doing this. And holy shit, it's November already. And I can't believe it. We got Thanksgiving coming up.
0: And then we're out of here. Yeah, then we're going ready. We're,
1: we're going away for two weeks.
0: Yeah, we're going to spend some time in Europe.
1: And yeah. I, guess, I guess I'm guess i really excited about that for two reasons. It's going to be my first real vacation <laughs> ever.
0: Since, we, since, <laughs> since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Since I was born. And a real vacation means... Mm. Um, yeah, we I, we won't go into that. <laughs> but anyway, so we're looking forward to that. We're gonna miss our dogs, but um, I won't have to cook twenty ham. Uh, we're gonna be gone for fifteen days, so I won't have to cook fifteen hamburgers. Joe will. My mom is. My mom and Joe are gonna have to cook hamburgers for them. Yeah. So, so, so this week. Uh, so let's talk about a few things before we get to the questions. Um, I got an email from a from a, a mom that's. Uh, that had lost her brother. And I just want to talk a little bit about loss for a few seconds before we get into anything. Mm-hmm. And, um... She was asking me how... How she helps her... Her teenagers... Because her brother was like a father figure in her life. And, um... She doesn't know what to do. She goes, that she, they're not talking... Um, and she's struggling because she doesn't know what's going on in their minds. And it's hard. It is. So what would you say to her?
0: Well, you know, the thing I can say to people that, you know, grief, it's always going to be there. But after a while, it does not control us anymore. You know, but the grief always going to be there. So as far as... uh, we're talking about the parents? Yeah. The parents, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's a tough one because, you know what, everyone uh, grieves differently. Like we did differently than uh, than our son. You know, we all grieve, but the grief is uh, just the worst thing you can go through. So uh, it's still difficult to talk about it. And uh, uh, just be patient, I guess. Be patient. You know things will come around. You know things come, came, things, uh, definitely came around. You know for us, so we were kind of all over the place and lost. But you know it's beautiful when you start healing and uh, um, and things are falling back in. Uh, Jesus, that's, my, that's my
1: second wife.
0: Back in space, you know, like we were before. So it's never gonna be the same, but. You know, we're finding each other again, so we learn on how to live.
1: And for me, I guess um, I sent you a copy of my book, Digital Format too, Warriors of Life. But I guess for for me it would be um, just be there to listen um, if they want to talk. And I guess that's all we really wanted. You know, just listen. Just somebody to listen to us yeah. and somebody not to say. I
0: suggest no advice. You know, <laughs> don't advise anybody, you know, mm-hmm. grieving parents. Mm-hmm. Just listen because I think this is, um, that that's the only, that's the only thing we, you know, we ask for.
1: Yeah, so I think, I know. think uh, for you, mom, uh, with your children, it's, I think just be there. You know, just tell them you're here, you know, to support them if they ever need mm-hmm. to talk. And, um... <clears throat>
0: And if you're not you know, uh all right, come on. Come up. Okay, come up. Come oh
1: up. my god, he's he's so unbearable. Look at him.
0: And if you um <laughs> you know not everyone is ready immediately, but you know, like listen. Just listen. Yeah, like just so.
1: listen. Uh and like Barbara said, it's everybody everybody grieves in their own way, it's own time frame and there's no uh it's not. You should be over it in a okay. year, six months. It's it's whatever it is, and not to push anybody, and just to let them, you know, do their own journey, <laughs> and uh, and that's that's pretty much.
0: Trust me, six months it's nothing. Six months you're still in shock and and in disbelief.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, and and we learned uh, that you're still newly gre- <coughs> newly bereaved, and newly grieved. Uh, five years into your journey of grief, so... Uh, yeah. But I, I don't think it ever gets... It, it never gets easy. You always have that that scar there, that... And, and you just... You always have that wound there, and it just scars it's, over after time. Ta- after just time.
0: always... That it's always something. Part of you, it's missing. So you, you're never going to be the same, you know. You will never be the same. Part of yeah. you, it's missing, mm-hmm. so...
1: So I just... Like we said, give them time. Just listen to what they have to say and don't offer any kind of advice, judgment. Nobody wants to hear that... Um,
0: hugs and listen and um, just be there for you know for your loved ones. That's all.
1: And nobody wants... And the to-
0: worst thing you can do is judge them how they do things. You know, if it's thousands of pictures on a wall, let them do it. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to do. It's their... Um, process of grieving, if it's um, uh, crying every time we talk about, you know, the child, the, the person you lost, let them do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how it is. You know, um, I still have moments, but not as much as I used to. And also, um, you know, today I can talk to my friends um, and not not break down. So, for me, it's a big it's a big achievement,
1: yeah, and- because
0: it was really difficult, you know. And so many times I try to hide from him, and he knows when I'm sad because he will ask me a question and will take me, you know, twenty minutes to answer. And you
1: know, I'm an Be- idiot
0: because if I open my mouth, you know, <laughs> other things coming out. But he, um, you know, you know, but I'm, I'm I'm very fortunate that I had someone, you know, by myself, um, by my side that. You know, support um, that was there for me and support my emotions and um, and the love. You're my lovey.
1: I love you too, yeah. honey. You're my love. I didn't give you a kiss, kiss today when you got home. Why don't you? Because you welcomed the dogs before me, and I know they're more important. There's a hierarchy look here. Look at,
0: look at. You don't have no dogs. They're supposed to be your dogs. You have no dogs I had them all day.
1: Job. You know, joint I custody have, and all that shit.
0: Look at, I have uh, jocks you here. Herbio, Herbio is a drama queen. Huh, Herbio? You're a drama <laughs> queen. Yeah? You give me kisses. You give me kisses before daddy did. Huh?
1: Okay. So, so uh, to wrap it up, the holidays are coming. Uh, Cecily, for, uh, for your loss. So I would, um, you need to pl- make a plan for that. So after our loss of uh, our son we um we made plans not to have any plans. You know, we had we had set amount uh, we had these traditions you know what? The and we broke year, them all. Yeah, with the
0: mm-hmm. first year we um uh, we did because it's not the same. Right. Uh, first year we did things we shouldn't have done it but there was you know this, there was still dealing with the shock, shock. okay? Yeah. You know, thinking that we're doing the right thing. You know what I mean. A lot of things were done, but you know, we are not judging ourselves. You know, we just did the best we could at that time.
1: You do the best. Uh, yeah. You do the best you can with what you have, the resources you have. When you it's know better, even we do better. It's, it's that's,
0: it's a that's, it's, it's that's a feeling. It's a feeling. It's how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, but, but you know what they told us, uh, time heals all wounds, and I wanted to give them the middle finger when people said that to me.
0: No, they it don't.
1: Like, it's like, screw off. Time doesn't yeah. heal all wounds. How is, how is but time? But it does. It how does. How is
0: time going to heal my son not being here with me this Christmas? That is so...
1: Yeah. No, I know. It just, but it's, it just takes time. So fucking It just see. takes time, and, you know, we go into meaning and, and all that other stuff, but... We don't have time for that.
0: No. Okay. Some other time. But we have some questions we're going to answer. Does anybody have any
1: questions? The Does anybody have any questions? No? Because I have, we have, we're, we're running four, four video feeds here. Because we have like 100,000 people watching us.
0: Have a look at it. I have Herbie here and I have I have Joshua right here and he doesn't have anybody.
1: Okay, Barbara wants to know why I have this big bucket for all these letters.
0: And actually we got it from Joanne. Joanne, the priors, okay? <laughs> That's the bucket he uses, the biggest ass bucket in now, you know, and how I roll. It's like
1: our house is like a hundred square feet and this bucket's like forty. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna shower in the bucket.
0: But he uses this back bucket for me to pick the questions. Okay, Now we go. First question.
1: Let's see. Um. Oh my God! Why do we have these sex ones?
0: No, we not. We're not doing no sex. Get it, Get get rid of it. Dude, it's, it's don't start a that. question to me like that. Jesus Christ, people! This isn't a sex show. No, it isn't. That's, that's some other, that, that isn't an, for another time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's like, uh, that's 12 o'clock at night. Maybe we'll do one of those shows Don't sometime. you
0: accept those? I, I can't I can't not that. accept
1: them. It's, that's like, yeah. you can't, that's like uh, profiling.
0: <laughs> okay, whatever. We don't, we don't want that. We have no time for that today. Herbie, don't drink my okay, tea. Okay,
1: so, okay, so, okay, my almost three-year-old keeps spilling things for fun. I'm getting so annoyed. I have told him not to do it, and that is naughty. Ooh, naughty. Ooh, wow. That's a really... That's strong language. I discipline him by putting him in the
0: corner oh, in his wow. bedroom.
1: <laughs> I swear oh, to God. That's so
0: funny. Oh, wow. Wow.
1: He knows it's bad because he will be sneaky about it or spill something so quickly I can't stop it. He is causing me to have... St- How do we get these people... He is causing me to have stains on my carpet, and he will spill his milk on the couch. I don't know what to do at this point. Anyone else have a toddler that does this? Yeah, you just—you should put him in a boarding school. He's three. Get rid of him. See if you can return him. Yeah, go take the baby and put him <laughs> near your vagina and see if it can—it can go back in. Is that
0: optional? No, it's not even that. Uh <laughs> maybe. Maybe if she stops telling him not to do it, he will, you know, not yes. okay. pay attention to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ignore it. When he does it, he, you know, he looks for your reaction. So, mm-hmm. you know, the more you say no, the more he's gonna do it. That's, you know, that's what I would say.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so I got, I got some questions. You know, some questions for you. Um, so, discipline. Does discipline really work? I mean, what, what is discipline? You're punishing him for what? what is he he's spilling things he's and having he is fun three. but you said he's spilling things for fun he loves it
0: I so three. so
1: i got something so i i teach i teach parents to parent out of the box so what would i do if i could roll back the clock 30 years wow i'm not that old
0: i will spill the milk with him.
1: i would spill the milk i would take the milk and i would smash out the thing put you know dexter that show dexter when he put like plastic all over the make the kill room Make a kill room in your kitchen and put plastic on the floors of your carpet and let him spill and have a good time with it. Let them. him swim in it. Let him swim in it. And then he'll get so bored with it, he'll say, this isn't fun anymore, and he'll stop doing well, it.
0: No, he would say, my mom is not getting angry anymore, so I better come up with something better.
1: <laughs> yeah, magic markers on <laughs> the walls. But, but yeah. I guess that would be something to do. I'd, I'd have fun with it, really. He's three years old. Um, do you have white carpets? Because that's probably something bad. You shouldn't get white is,
0: carpets with three year old.
1: I guess I think you need to do some self reflection. Um, you know, all this discipline. He's three years old. He that's that's what three years old, three years old, three year olds mm. do, right? Yes. So here's our options. Three year old will test you. That's what they he, do. He, they he, test you. He, he, here's here's our here's our what our advice is to have fun with it, loosen up a little bit, relax. Let things go. He's three years old. Let him have some fun. Spill some milk with him and have a a a few laughs. Okay? They're very distracting.
0: He's a drama queen. That's why.
1: (laughs) And have some fun with it. Um, He'll spill milk on the couch. So remember in the olden days your grandmothers had plastic on the couches? (laughs) Remember? They had plastic on the couch. I went over my grandmother's house and and I would would get in the the couch and I would be in the summer. I was always over there in the summer. Yeah. Why was I always over her house in the summer? Because she likes sum- to
0: sit down on a hot plastic. And,
1: and I always had these, you know, when we were kids, we had these short gym shots that, like, that like came up to here. I don't know why they were so and short. Then you like st- and, and you would, you like, like sit down. down and, and it would be, like, <laughs> crunching. Plastic. It would be crunching. And you would move, and you could feel the sweat. And you would just sit there, and those, that couch lasted like and a And when million. you
0: get up, you pull the couch with you. Just a
1: little bit. You know, you'd <laughs> get up, and you'd be stuck to it a little bit. It oh. was like... Does anybody have plastic on their couches? I just I'm curious. Nobody? No, I think we should put plastic on our couches. So if so I'm I'm making it uh, we're gonna advise this oh, mom so to get a lot of plastic. Go to Home Depot and buy like all their plastic. Put plastic on your carpets, put plastic on the couches, put plastics in the kitchen,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: have fun with the kid. <laughs> right? Oh,
0: that's what I would do. Okay. Oh, we ripped this one up. That was a stupid question. Get another one.
1: I'll pick it. Oh, a small one. Good. Okay. My 18-year-old daughter calls me terrible names.
0: (laughs) Why are you laughing?
1: You don't have a daughter.
0: (laughs) I never had an even female dog. Never mind a daughter.
1: We're doing very well, all you people out there. So, (laughs) we have male dogs, male bullies. Okay. So my 18-year-old daughter calls me terrible names, tells me I'm useless, and that she hates me. What hurts me the most is how I retaliate. I end up losing my head and saying nasty things back, and I hate myself for it because I love her so much. I always apologize and tell her I love her, and that I don't mean anything that I say in retaliation, but I wish I could rise above and stop myself from being triggered. Can you help me? I'd love some advice.
0: Wow. I would, I would. Do you want to go first? No? Um, well, fighting with her, you've just given her more ammunition. So that's, I think that's the first thing. And, um, I mean, you know, You will always find it, but if it's on a regular basis, that's not a good relationship. That's all I have to say. Find another way to communicate with your daughter.
1: And so I would say, Mom, is that um, the name calling, it it hurts, but when you retaliate... Yeah, you do
0: not want to do that.
1: Anger, you know, because when she's angry, she's... You know, we have three brains for all you people out there. We have three brains. We have our reptile brain. I call it snake brain. Then we have our mammal brain. You know, so the snake brain is freeze, flee, or fight. Okay, that's when a dinosaur is going to eat us. We got to figure out what to do. So that's back from the caveman times. So we still have that brain. So that's the bottom of the brain. Middle of the brain is the mammal brain, drama queen brain. That's all our emotions are. And the top, that's the human brain. That's Spock for all you Trekkies out there. So when you attack her, she's attacking you from the snake brain. And when you attack her from the same perspective, she's not listening, okay? She's either freezing, fleeing, or fighting, okay? So that's what's going on there. And if you're coming at her with anger, it's going to be the same thing. What are you laughing at? is playing with the dog. He's, he's crazy. Why
0: are these dogs so distracting? We need a studio. No, we don't. <laughs> They're still going to be with us.
1: Oh, that's true. So, so what's happening is, you're communicating with her on the snake brain. you got to find a way to move up into the reasoning brain with her. And how do you do that? It's simple. you got to communicate with her, acknowledge her feelings, and admit, you hear me? Admit. Tell her, I know I'm a horrible parent. Okay? I know that I'm frustrating you. And ask her a question. Say, how bad does it get when I don't hear you when you're talking to me? Believe me, it works. Use that, reverse psychology, whatever you want to call it, and then round it around saying, how can I be a better parent?
0: (laughs) Michael wants to know why we're not in a shed. Herbie, what the
1: I I wish it, we should have had more kids. <laughs> what is he doing?
0: He's playing a ball. Why is he? He
1: never plays with balls.
0: He's having a good time tonight. Harvey, <laughs> did you have some drinks tonight?
1: So, 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 mom.
0: Michael, you, we're not in a shed because it's cold out there. Yeah, no? I,
1: I, my, I can't. I have frostbite on my feet for being out there all day. So the point is that you're talking to her at that. At that reptile, snake brain level, freeze, flee, or fight, and she's not gonna hear whatever you're saying. So you gotta get her out of that. You gotta change her state, and the way you do it is by asking her questions, acknowledging what is she thinking about you, and tell her what you, she's thinking about you. Admit it. If she thinks you're a shitty parent, say, "Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a shitty parent. I know." And then round it about saying, "What advice can you give me to help you?" Understand me more so I can be a better parent. And you'll be amazed how they change. We lost our Facebook feed. Oh.
0: Why? I don't know. I don't
1: know. So, uh... Okay, so, let's see. So, th- that's one trick uh, to, um... Wow, what's up phone? Oh, Sorry, we have some technical difficulties here. Oh, I what's happening here. Okay, so, uh, so you can't. So to round it up, you can't. You can't argue with her because you both aren't going to get anywhere. Because uh, you never win in a fight. If you if, An argument, if you win, you lose, because the other person walks away angry, and if you lose, you still lose, okay, so stop speaking with her and listen to what I just said, and uh, well, I guess your phone is freaking out, okay, so we lost Facebook, so let's take another question. Okay. So my son turned 18 six six days ago. He is gay. He was seventeen. We found out he was seeing a much older man, forty two. Oh. I basically told him that if he didn't stop, wow, well, I would contact the the authorities, because it is against the law being that the guy is over 10 years older. I agree. Um, yeah, but it's not against the law now.
0: You know what? Shame on the older guy. But
1: he was 16, Richie. He's still a teen. Well, he's yeah. 18 now. I knew it was probably still continuing here and there, but it wasn't blatant issue. And with four mm-hmm. other teens in the house, I just let it play out. Three days until my son being 18, he asked if he could go spend time with this guy. In an attempt to compromise, I told him he could but he could, but it wasn't it wasn't to go to his house or stay with him that night. This was hard and this was a hard angle for me to make, but what are you supposed to do? long story short, he texted me yesterday and said, "I'm going to Mike's be back Sunday now in a- now I'm in a position where I have to address the behavior and give consequences to my eighteen year old son because he disrespected the rules of my house and equally important because he is the oldest of the five kids, and the others are certainly watching how I handle this situation. Just at a loss, wish he could have just seen I was working for him, with him, and for him, but he wanted to do what he wanted to do, so now I'm sure when I I give the consequences, he would just choose to move on with his guy. Side note, he is two months away from graduating from high school.
0: So he's not 18 yet. No, or he is 18. Is he? He's eight, he He's is.
1: 18. And so what do you think?
0: 18, not much you can do, but it is your house rules. So, you know, I would just um, definitely mention to him again that, you know, you still live in my house and you need to obey my rules. And that's, that's the way it is.
1: And so, uh, for me, um, I guess that
0: rules are rules,
1: rules are rules, but he's gonna, he's 18 years old.
0: Yeah. But he still lives on mother's house. Okay.
1: He's 18 years old and, um,
0: he still lives at home.
1: I guess I would ask you some questions, mom. I would ask you if, if you're disappointed that he's gay. Okay. Um, I would, I would go there first and are you judging him? Are you being really harsh on him? He's 10 years old. This guy's 10 years older than him. You're making it sound like he's like, you know, 80 and your son's 18. Um, and you're right. If you, if you go there with, um, with consequences and all that stuff, he, you're going to push him away. And is it worth it? Because in the end, he is going to do whatever he wants to do. And you can't control that. So what would you rather have?
0: Well sometimes it's just the face.
1: No, but what would you rather have? 11. would you So what would you rather have? You have two choices. One, you accept that your son's dating an older man and you love him and he loves you. What's or, will you let me finish?
0: Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. So one, you let him date the older man and you love him, he loves you and it's a happy family. Or two, you give him consequences, you tell him what you think about that, and he gets mad, he hates you, and then he still goes, dates the older man. Either scenario, he's going to do what he wants, when he wants, and he's still going to date the older man. So you you don't really have any control over him. So what do you want to have, a son that loves you or a son that hates you? that's that's all I get to say on that one so that's some self-reflection that you need to do well
0: I would, I would probably try to um, uh, kind of have a talk and meet on the meadow you know maybe we can come up with some kind of agreement here
1: what, what agreement is that he uh, wants he wants to date this older guy he probably loves him it doesn't matter that he's 10 years old he's 18 the guy's 28 so that's not like this guy's not like you know, 70. So what kind of compromise is that going to be?
0: Like rules what time will come at home and you're but she does, She's there not there even not. the weekend.
1: It's not about that. She doesn't want him dating this guy.
0: Oh, that's not going to happen.
1: Well, that's it. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. She doesn't want him dating the guy for whatever reason she has. And um, yeah. so we're moving on. I'll pick this one out because you're turning to the fire.
0: My time is at fire?
1: Nope, I said you're tending to the fire.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought you kicking me out.
1: No, I may I may kick you out next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boys, J- we're packing. You're
1: packing, all you guys. So, uh, let me read Complains this. Complains about us. Uh, my, daughter's falling, my daughter's failing all class... No, my daughter's failing all classes and doesn't care one bit about doing homework. I can't make her care, her father can't make her care. The only person that can make her care is her. I just don't know what to do anymore. We've tried talking things away, grounding, punishing, being supportive and not yelling, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all of it. She just doesn't care. It's so frustrating. I've asked her why she doesn't care, how it affects her future, And all I get is, I don't know. I feel like a complete failure, and I'm starting not to care myself. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Okay, so um, I would ask yourself some questions. Uh, The first one would be, how old is she? My daughter's failing all classes. I guess it's irrelevant how old she is. It doesn't matter. We try taking things away. That doesn't work. Grounding, no. punishing, discipline, that, that doesn't work. It just makes that, them more angry. it makes them more angry. It pushes them further away, yeah. further out into that teen tribe, into the kids that you don't want them to be with. Um, and you think punishing them is going to make them want to do better in school. So in the yelling and stuff, that, that doesn't work. She doesn't care, and it's so frustrating. So I, I would ask yourself a question. Um, why do you care so much? What are you afraid of as a mom? Are you afraid of that she's going to be homeless, never get a job, never get a, go to high school, never make a family, never make grandchildren for you, um, maybe get addicted to drugs, maybe go to prison, so on and so forth? Are those the scenarios you're on in your mind? So that's one question, you know, I would ask yourself.
0: Probably because he's a parent, you know. Yeah, no, so I, know, I know. about all that. Um,
1: and you're at, you asked her um, why she doesn't care. And you asked her how it affects her future. And those aren't good questions to ask. Because um, when you ask a question like that, uh, I ask why she doesn't care. When you ask somebody a question that begins with why, the instant response is going to be, I don't know. Because it's easy. Because maybe they don't know. So you need to ask more empowering questions that's going to get her to get out of the, like I talked about earlier, the brain she's in, she's in freeze, flee, or fight. She's in that reptile brain. And you can't. she, she can't reason. That's not the reasoning part of the brain. Neither is the drama queen part of the brain. You need to get her up into that level where it's, the human brain where she can reason with 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 that with that she can start thinking about things logically. And where she is right now, she's gonna say, I don't know. Ask any kid a, a question that's not empowering, they're gonna say, Yeah, I don't know. Right? So how do you ask her a better question? I would start if she's if she's not interested in going to school, I would ask her, you know, what do you think what do you think you see in your future?
0: What's next?
1: You know, what do you think you see in your future if you don't go to sc- if you don't finish high school? Um, and what I always suggest parents, as I suggest taking them to McDonald's. Take it to McDonald's, and when you're sitting there, take, you tell her you're taking her off for a Big Mac. And when you're in there, get an application and have her fill out the application. And then as she's filling out the application for McDonald's, you ask her a question. You have her look around at the kids sweeping the floors and flipping the hamburgers and maybe whip out her cell phone bill or whatever and tell her that you know, minimum wage is whatever it is, 12 bucks an hour, mm-hmm. and that you're going to have to work you know, a day to pay for your cell phone bill. So I think maybe you need to approach it from a different angle if you want to get her to school. But in the end, we don't own our children. We don't own them. They are entitled to make their own decisions and as parents, we have so many expectations that we have over them that it's that it sometimes burd it burdens us, you know. And it, and we get so frustrated and fearful. And I think we're fearful because we don't want them living with us for the rest of their lives. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think?
0: No, I agree. And you know, um, telling them what college they should go to and what school they should go to. That never works either, because they know what they want, and and uh, mm-hmm. the back of their mind, but they're just going to do it to make us happy, mm-hmm. because we are the parent, and then they stopped going to school, and uh, that happened with both my children, and uh, I said, well, pick a school that, okay, you're not going to school, you should have told us that. Because we're still paying for it. Yeah. Hey,
1: (laughs) let us know. I'm paying that bill every month. And it's like, yeah, I quit three months ago. you're not
0: even there. But, (laughs) you know, I said, by September comes, please pick another school that you want to go to. And he did. And he finished bachelor's degree in computer science. And um, so, you know, they know what they want to do. You know, but they for most part they just always want to make the parents happy and it's not about us it's about them it's about their future so um yeah it's it's you know it is what it is and my other son also uh quit sc- uh, college and went to um, another one and he also finished a uh, bachelor's degree and um uh, yeah journalism so and i quit you know, sometimes you just have to believe in them yeah and i just believe in them and i I quit college
1: and i quit college when i was 18 three months in i quit and i went back uh 15 years later so and look at me now
0: (laughs) (laughs) 50 years old i don't (laughs) worry. so so it's it's one of those
1: things mom you just give yourself a break it's it's not mm. you anymore. It's, you know, don't feel like a bad parent. Well, I think
0: you're trying too hard for them. You, you are. know what I mean? You and are. they're not at the same, um, you know, s- stage of mind as you were. Yep. Because to them, it's like, you know, they know they have to go to school, but they also want to have a good time. So they kind of like, you know, still hanging in between. It's like a cloud. But, mm-hmm. you know, so they definitely thinking differently than you are.
1: Yeah, and, and, and they got a lot of stuff going on in their world as a you know, teenager. They,
0: because, you know, us as a parents, it's like boom, boom, boom. And to them, it's like, oh.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm on kid time. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I don't know. And you know
0: what? They deserve Do you want to do it. something today?
1: I don't know. Yeah, they and deserve it. It's and, okay and if us, they
0: don't know.
1: And, as, and as us as parents, we're like, go, go, go. Go, go, go. You got to do this. You got to do this. And it's like, they're on kid time. We we're on adult time. We had our kid time. So, Kind of let them have their kid time, and if they don't want to go to school, so what? You know, you, you end up you get a studio apartment with no couch and a bathtub. If they want to stay over, if they want to live with you, they they sleep and in the that bathtub. that doesn't mean
0: they're not going to be successful. So
1: it has yes, it definitely yeah. doesn't mean Does that. Does not
0: gonna, mean nope. anything. Nope. Nothing at all.
1: Nope. So you just let them be on their own journey. Let them be on a journey because
0: you oh. know, not for nothing. It is their journey.
1: It is their journey. It's not ours. We're there to
0: support them, not to tell them what to do.
1: We're there to support, guide, mentor, and love them. Mm -hmm. And that's it. It's their own journey. So, like I said, you know, if she doesn't want to go to school, just let it be. Take a a load off. You know, just relax and uh, let it go. And you know what?
0: Maybe if you loosen up a little bit, you know, they're going to come to you. They're not going to resist you. They're going to come to you because they know that you're going to, you know, you're going to listen
1: Right, because you're, you're right now. You're dealing with her snake brain right now because mm-hmm. you're punishing her because she doesn't want to go to school and she really has no interest in that. And what does she want to do? Maybe she wants to play guitar or go to Paris and be an artist. Let them let them believe and 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 follow their passion. That's
0: what I want. It's not do. our
1: passion. I see a lot of parents that you know try to push their children into um, you know being a doctor, or a lawyer, or engineer, and it's. That's not what they want to do. They want to be happy. They want to do something they're passionate about. And then parents always, you know, they kill their hope by saying, well, what are you going to do for money? And it's like. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Mm. There's always a way. So, Mom, there's some tips uh, for you. Hopefully things work out.
0: Yeah, you're not doing anything wrong. One just, you know. Good that you're um, asking all these questions because there are people there that they can help you. We don't guarantee if it's going to work, but... Too
1: long. We don't have enough time for that one. Okay. Um, so I've been with my husband for eight years. We have two children, 23 months and five months. Our relationship has taken a sharp downturns since the birth of our first not huge changes all at once but smaller right smaller fights turning into bigger fights small issues turning into resentments we have pretty good communication mostly it's just harder it is always hard when you introduce children what did you do to ease the tension looking for support i guess i want to know that there is light and it doesn't end with separation or divorce wow that's a good one mm. Uh, so I guess the the most important thing that we didn't know because we started dating when we were we were eight years old. we're only thirty two <laughs> now uh, we had our kids when we were eleven <laughs> um, So the most important thing I would say is that uh, you have to make your relationship number one and I know that's hard to understand when you have kids because. We just, you know, our maternal instincts as parents is want to love these kids so much, but there's an abundance of love we have. This it's never ending.
0: Well, I actually don't agree with that. Wait, you, well, you can't you know not agree. You're married. She agrees with me. <laughs> You're married, and you, um, uh, you know, you plan for kids. So when you start having kids, and it's not about you anymore; it's about the kids. But you do have to, you you do have to make time for yourself also to spend that quality time with your wife maybe without the kids and all this we never needed that and we survived over 30 years the kids were always with us because they were always number one
1: i don't know now that you disagree with me we may have a
0: problem <laughs> i disagree with that <laughs> no it's no, so cool. it's, it's, it's no it's good no no it's, uh, it's good it's cool wow so, you, know, you know what i mean yeah if if if, if, if if the kids are gonna get in and you are in a way of your relationship, then uh, it's it's definitely they don't blame the kids for it. So, no, so it's something wrong with
1: you too. No, so I have a different I have a different spin on this. I think that as parents, we have to be uh, relate put our relationship first because what typically happens, and I don't want to judge anybody, I don't want to put people in boxes, is that I don't want to say moms, but Moms and dads, they some of them just wanna throw all the attention at the kids and that leaves the other parent feeling unloved. You know, because it feels like all the attention's going towards the kid and that's where he said, you know, there's resentment in the in the marriage. All and right. well, I and I can what? see that, but that but that's what happens. That's that's the truth. You know, you get a couple of kids and before it was just me and you So
0: I say to him, Grow up Okay, grow up. Your mother loved you all your life, okay? So
1: we gotta give him some advice, we gotta wrap this up. So there's two of us here, we're here. Okay. It's me and you, we're married. Yeah. And all of a sudden we have we have a baby. We have Jakshu. We have Jack. And it's all about Jakshu, yeah. So but but what happens to us when the baby comes? All the attention goes towards the baby. We
0: love the baby.
1: We love the baby, but we have to love us first.
0: Yeah, we, we love to, us,
1: but we have to keep the connection strong because as the child grows older, when he needs parents, she needs parents. That a parent is one, because when you pa- don't parent as one, what happens?
0: Nothing happens. Yes, all right. it does
1: you have an. Enforcer- you know what happens? Yes, go.
0: She is just being a mother, and he is being selfish. He wants all the attention to him, and he's jealous that she is a mother, and she's. Putting all the attention to the child. So he needs to grow up, and that's always do (laughs) it.
1: I gotta love a male and female perspective on this one. So she says he's gotta grow up, and I say that you and your wife need to really reconnect again.
0: What do we always say for better and the worse? For better or the worse, right? Well, better or worse, but you still have to have a relationship. You still have to have time for you. So who, who is to say that she didn't say she's, she doesn't have a relationship with him? Well, we
1: only get one side of the story. Well, that's it. we only get one side of the story. But I, but I do think that you need to talk to her. So what I would say is that you need to find her language of love. There's a great book, Five Languages of Love. Find her language of love and reconnect with her on that level and find out what she loves and, and go there. And then maybe she'll give you some of that love that you're missing. And my wife says, to "Grow up." So
0: Yeah, I, I still say <laughs> he needs to grow up. Okay, Because so. I think he, he might need a booby just like the baby. <laughs> oh, he needs a booby.
1: <laughs> maybe. So that's it. But today I just wanted to read I think we got like a minute left. I wanted to read a thank you letter that we got. We got two of them. I'm gonna read the first one because I'm gonna lose my feed from Instagram right now. Uh, one thing I got from an Instagram feed—we uh, lost it—but I'll read it because we still got the podcast, and the Facebook going. Um, so, as a single mom of two teenage girls, who's constantly, whose only consistent father figure passed away suddenly a year ago, my brother—it's been a horrible struggle trying to figure out how to parent the grieving teenager. Your posts and advice have helped me so much. Thank you for all you do. Keep it coming. And that was the mom that uh, I talked. we talked about earlier in the show. And uh, the second one, um, uh, moms, thank me. Really, this, this, this with the dogs and the fire, what, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> so about the kids? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's, what's, yeah, your, yeah, what's you your know, next I'm one? gonna just do this no, show I love that. Myself. I said, I said, congratulations I'm gonna, I'm gonna do on this one. It was really because, nice because
1: because you got so much they're stuff going on. They're gonna She's making fires and, and the dogs are patting the dogs and they're playing balls and it's like. Listen, would we'll look- it? We're we live in Boston. We
0: live in Boston. You need the fire.
1: We're serving other people here. We're not, you know,
0: they don't care.
1: No, I know they don't. <laughs> so, um, I'll read you the last one. This is a letter to me. So, this was a great response and one that is much needed. So, thank you. This is all exactly why I haven't made the decision to send my son somewhere because I know that Is the message I would be sending. My parents did it to me as a teen and it made me so angry. So this is a mom that she was thinking about sending her son off to boarding school because he wasn't misbehaving. So her parents did it to her. It made me so angry and I felt that they were just using it as a babysitter because they didn't want to properly do their job and parent me. So I don't want to make my child ever feel that way. I have done a lot of things wrong in my life with my kids. For starters, they have different dads, neither of which are in the picture at all. So problem number one, I spoiled and enabled and still to this day continue to do so. I do everything for them and they aren't accountable for anything. And this learned behavior seems impossible to undo. But they are so entitled, they are so entitled and when I try to pull back the reins, It's why are you being like this? What is your problem? And they obviously defy and rebel. I have always been a yes person, so trying to say no seems impossible, and they act out until they get a yes. I'm just tired and feel like I want to give up. I try to talk to him, and he pushes me away, but I need to try a different approach and try to listen more. We have had success with that, but... Then he thinks I will understand all the flaws and accept them. And the next time I get mad about something, I'm told that I will never change. But you have given me some things to think about that I will certainly try. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Very nice. So, um, well, that was it.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you for watching.
1: Thank you, guys, for watching and listening on our podcast, Relationshifting. And um, if you're interested, head over to my website, richieprior.com, and you can find free classes on teenagers and my new book, When Parents Fail, Children Lose, a guide guide for parents to help the family win. You can get that book uh, for free for the next day or so. And then it's going to be gone until I say so. So if you're listening to this, jump over to the website. And to get the book directly, www.richiepryor.com forward slash House of Harmony book. That's it. Put your name, email address, register. And that's it. We're out of here. We're going to dinner. Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday. You guys have a good weekend. We'll see you next Friday. Thank you for watching. Bye. Bye.